Hello, everyone. Welcome to God's Internet Church Podcast, episode 87. I am your host, Pastor Ron Weaver. I count it an honor and privilege to be here to share with you what God's put on our heart every day. And as you know, God's Internet Church Podcast of Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. But as you know, God's Internet Church Podcast is a off. Um, is part of the ministry of God's Internet Church Online Service, Church Online, that that's on Facebook. We're doing Facebook Live. It's also on YouTube, and then the the channel on YouTube is called God's Internet Church. Pastor Ron Weaver, and if you type that in, you will find all well the last few months. Of God's Internet Church, um, of sermons and services on Wednesday night and on Sundays. And as you know, we do God's Internet Church podcast Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursdays. And we're they're pre-taped earlier in the day and then uploaded, and then they're ready to go between one and two o'clock for you guys to start enjoying. And then we have God's Internet Church. Wednesday night Bible study on Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. And we've been, we're studying the book of Proverbs if you want to join us. You can either go to Facebook Live, go to Facebook and join the group of God's Internet Church. All you got to do is hit the join button and it's that easy. You can join. And we ask you to be respectful and um, and stuff to... You know, not to be unruly or anything during the church time services. But if you want to watch it live, you can go to that thing. It will notification will tell you when the group is live. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's at seven o'clock, and it's easy to join God's Internet Church group. Um, God's Internet Church, just go. Facebook, type in God's Internet Church and it will pop up and you'll see it as a group hit hit the icon and go to the group and then hit join and then you automatically become a member and we have 92 current, 93 current members and I praise God for that and I really you know, encourage you to do that if this podcast is being a blessing to you let God's Internet Church uh, be a blessing to you too, the services. And, <clears throat> and you can do it all from home, from your living room. And let me tell you something, Saints, in these times, that's sometimes the safest way of doing it, especially in the winter. Um, I know we're coming out of winter now, but like I said, it's not live on uh, YouTube, but you could watch God. The, all the services are op- uploaded by the next day on YouTube um, for God's Internet Church Bible Study and God's Internet Church Online Service, which we do Sunday nights mm-hmm. at 7 o'clock. Sunday nights at 7 o'clock for God's Internet Church. But right now, we got to get back into our Bible study here on the book of Job. And before we do that, I want to welcome you and say the format that we're going to have today. We're going to 
talk about the Bible study. Then we're going to have our prayer request time. Go through the list. And there's been some things that got to be added now. And then we'll add them. Um, and then we're going to have our, uh, our blessing, benediction blessing that I read over you guys every time we do a show. And I do it on God's Internet Church too. Um, the church services. And... But there's one thing I want you to do at the beginning to this. And then I know you're all comfy probably and everything. And you probably don't have it. But I want you to hit the pause button on the podcast. Because I know you're listening. Find a piece of paper. Find some pencil. And I want you to add. To have write these prayer requests down if you haven't. So you can pray for these needs that are come to you out for everybody alright and because God's prayer helps people but we need to get into the Bible study now so let's pray dear Heavenly Father we just ask you right now to take a cold of heaven's altar and anoint these lips of clay Lord we just ask you to let this Bible study be the way you want not the way we want we just ask you, Lord, to help us just use this information that I have sitting here on the desk in front of me at the broadcast desk where we're, getting, we're doing the thing. Let me use what you want, Lord, and the way you want it to be done. And we ask you all this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well, as you know, we went through chapter 10 to chapter 12 last week. And we already listened to Job's, two of Job's friends, um, Bill Dead and Zeppa. And both Bill Bed said that both of them in a roundabout way came about as a different way, saying that Job must have sinned greatly, very greatly for God to punish them. And then Zophar got mad because of the comments that Job made about his two friends and the way he's acting and in a roundabout way says this is you know, you are being punished because of a great sin and you need to take care of it. Now we're going to reply, go to Job's reply to Zophar's first speech, okay? Job says that his friend's speeches were too simple. You might be saying, Pastor Ron, what do you mean too simple? Well, what I mean is, they were too simple. Half the time that they, they were trying to get tell Job things he agreed but it only went too it only went so far that it caused a problem with teaching you know and they're basically teaching that Zophar and them that God only punished people that do wrong but we know from chapter 1 that Job was being attacked by the devil. And God allowed it to, to, to prove to the devil that Job is who he is. 
alright and what he he stands for and but his friends speeches were too simple I mean they knew what they were saying but it was too simple you know and in other words Job didn't have you know he, he this time he's frustrated with his friends okay now let's go to Job chapter 12 we're going to look at verses 1 through 25 and we're going to continue at, um, until we have time on what we're going to be studying but we're going to start in verse chapter number 12 and verse 1 and it says and Job answered and said no no doubt but ye are the people and wisdom shall die with you but I have understanding as you as as well as you I am not inferior to you ye who knows not such things as these I am as one mocked of his neighbors who calls upon God and he answered him the just upright man is laughed unto scorn he that is ready to slip with his feet as a lamp despised in the thought of him at the ease. The tabernacle of the robbers prosper, and they that provoke God are secure into those whose hands go brightly abundant. But ask now the beast, and they shall teach thee the and the fowl of the air and they shall tell thee or speak to the earth and it shall teach thee and to fish of the sea they shall declare unto you who knows not all in all these that the hands of the Lord has wrought this in whose hands is the soul of every living thing and the breath of all mankind does not the ear of thy words and the mouth of taste this, this his meat with the ancients is wisdom, and in the length of the days is understanding. With him in wisdom and strength he has counseled and understand before he breaks down, and it can, can came not to build again. He shuts up a man, and there he can be no opening. Behold, withhold the water, and they dry. Up also sendeth them out, and they overturn the earth. With him is, is strength and wisdom, and the deceived and the deceiver are his. He leadeth counselors away spoils, and maketh the judge fools. He loseth the bonds of the king, and griddeth their loins with a griddle. He leadeth prince away spoiled, and overthrown the mighty. He removes always the speech, speech of the trust and taketh away the understanding of the age. He pours contempt upon the princes and weakens the strength of the Almighty. He discovers deep things out of the darkness and brings out the light, the shadow of death. He increases the nations and destroys them. He enlarges the nations and straightens them again. He taketh away the heart of the chief of the people of the earth and causeth them to wander in the wilderness where there is no way. They grope in the dark without light and he maketh them to stagger like a drunken man.
All right. Now, this, as I was saying, Joe's reply to Zophar's first speech was verse, was chapter 12. Speech, Job says his friend's speeches were too simple. Okay? In chapter 4, Zephaz told a story about a spirit, and he explained that nobody is perfect in chapter 8. Bilbad preferred traditional ideals. He explained that God only punished evil people, but in chapter 11, so far chose to speak about the secret wisdom he thought that Job deserved, and even worse punishment for his evil deeds. And Job's friends agreed that God would not punish a good man. So when they saw Job troubled, they accused Job. They did not realize that Job was a man. They did not know that Job was a proud. Job was proud. Of, God was proud of Job. And they did not understand that the devil caused Job these trouble. And that's what we got to learn to realize there. Yeah, see how things were so basic to the point. You did it. You did it. Okay? And that's why Job says his, their speeches were too simple. Okay? Now, verses 1 through 3 dealt with, Zopar said that he knew some secrets about wisdom. Job 11.6 But Job did not agree. He thought that Zopar's advice was too simple. Okay? Job even said that everybody knows such things. Anyone can say that God is kind or that God is great. But such words did not help to explain Job's problem. Job has terrible troubles and his friends were not helping him. In other words, Job is saying here, you're taking Sunday School 101 and you're trying to comfort me. And you're telling me something that I already know. How is this helping me? You are not helping me. All right? You guys are being too basic. You guys are just basically here in a roundabout way by saying that they were over their heads because they only were talking about Sunday School 101. And that's why I still say today that we need to pray before we go and help people. And one of the best things we can do for a person is listen to what they have to say. And my cousin this week, actually in the last two days, went through a lot. And it was best for me to listen and then pray while I'm listening and let God guide me. You know, I yes, I got all of this knowledge of being a minister. I got all of this knowledge of being a Sunday school teacher at one point in my life. I got all of this knowledge 
of sitting under other pastors preaching to me. And now I'm a minister and I'm preaching and teaching. But sometimes the most important thing you can do is listen. Because if you're telling something that they already know, it's not helping them. Because they're trying to do that same thing on their own. In other words, you got to ask God to give you a respect on what's going on. And then, you also got to take it, they were all accusing Job of, basically, of being the worst sinner out there. And is that fair? No. Because I said before, Jesus, when that woman, who actually probably deserved to be stoned, because she was sleeping with another man when she was married to somebody else and they chased her to where Jesus was and Jesus was playing, writing in the sand and they told Jesus what was going on and Jesus wrote some things in the sand, they all saw it and he said, well whoever had not sinned cast the first stone they all read what was wrote in the sand. No one never said what was wrote in the sand. But they left one by one. And let me tell you something, saints. That's why. Because they got to, just like the Bible says, we got to deal with our own stuff before we can deal with our brothers. That's what that board is talking about. We don't got right to judge people because we got sin in our life too. Alright? Amen or oh me. Now I hope you're saying amen and oh me because we, we need this. Now, Joe's friends laughed at him. Why do you think they laughed at him? Well, verses 4 and 5 deal with this. It says, People often say stupid things to someone who is suffering. Perhaps they do not try to understand the problems. Or perhaps they try to talk too much. Sometimes it's better just to listen. Often our prayers achieve more than our advice. Sympathetically, it's better, it is better than arguing. We should aim for the attitude of a quiet friendship with someone who suffers. Job's friends did not think that Job was trusting God. But God... But Job's words show that his confidence was in God. Which he had to have confidence with his, in God with these friends because they were giving him outdated material, right? They were calling him a sinner and judging him. <coughs> Excuse me, my allergies are acting up. And what happened? They started, they started that you need to repent and we're going to get you to repent or God's going to destroy you. But if they would have been what that described them, like I said, a patient listener and pray for the situation and then say what God gives you to say at the time. Because you might have all the right words, but if you're being too simple, those people thought about that too. All right? It's better to listen and pray and say what God gives you when it's time. Alright? The most important you can thing you can do for a friend struggling is listen 
and pray for them. And then if God gives you something to say, say it. Okay? Now, 6, six to 10, verses 6 to 10, deals with many unfair things happen. Okay? Many evil people do not seem to suffer. Job thought that this was God's plan. Job saw that the birds and the animals also suffered troubles without any reason. But this was not, in fact, God's plan for the world. Okay? When God made the world, it was perfect. Animals did not attack each other. God gave the plants to their God gave them the plants to be their food in Genesis one thirty. But men and women did not obey God, so the whole world suffered. I'm gonna stop there right there. Verses three, seventeen through nineteen. That's true. And let me tell you something, Saints, and I'm gonna stop there and tell you that this is a true statement. And even though this is a movie, I wanna to talk to you about somebody, something. We all have affect somebody when we sin or something that go on and I gotta I just happened to watch the last two days a movie called The Dead Poet Society with Robin Williams and I believe it was in 1986 or 1989 somewhere in there and this one kid had an over it was about, about I think 16's that I lied their teacher, which was Robin Williams, about the way he taught, and they found out that this teacher had a secret society, a secret society uh, called the Dead Poets Society when he was a kid. Because he went to that school and they found his book that he used to have. And they kept notes in. And they used to go to this cave, so these kids started doing it. But this one of the kids I want to deal with had an overbearing father. And I'm sorry that you're hearing the coughing. Um, my uh, wife is a little under the weather and she wants to be we're here and here too. So just to let you know, we're not in the soundproof offices. But that's okay. Now, this kid had an overbearing father. He says, I made a lot of sacrifices for you <coughs> to get you into this school. And you're not going to do what you want. You're going to do what I want. And all this kid wanted to do was be in one play. And his dad wanted him, I don't care if it was opening night. You're out of this play. Well, the kid went and did the play anyways. His dad came and found out he did. <coughs> His dad took him home and said he was being taken out of the school because he didn't like what the teacher was teaching him and what the school was doing and everything. Well, he told the kid to... He tried to do what his teacher told him. He tried to tell him, you need to talk to your dad how you feel. He was told to tell me. But he realized it was going to be a waste of time and not telling so he went upstairs to his room like he was told. Started putting his pajamas on. He opened the window. <coughs> he put the wreath on his head that he had there in the prey. 
during the play. And he enjoyed the cold air coming through the window because this is winter time. Then all of a sudden they showed him walking downstairs. Walking downstairs. This one action that he's going to do got a man fired that he idolized got friends put in compromising decisions to get this guy fired they were forced to because of their parents and the school <coughs> and their friends hadn't to live without him and grieving for him because of this one decision he went down to his dad's office got to his dad's drawer in his desk where in the den where the key had to have a key he took out a gun and he shot himself and he killed himself because he couldn't take what his dad told him he couldn't take that his dad was planning his life and parents let me tell you something I know you want good for your children but they got dreams too you need to listen to your children and yes if you think those dreams are not exactly what they want you should try to counsel them but let me tell you something saints let them try not all situations ends in this way but some kids do decide to go and pull the trigger just so their suffering's done so the shame of their dad trying to make them feel shame is done that's sad a waste of life and if he knew what kind of retribution would happen for his action I don't think he would have did it because like I said it caused his teacher to be fired because in this school they needed an escape coat and they knew that Robin Williams had a the eventful way of teaching to their kids about poetry one of the kids gave up him and the other students they all was forced either to sign or get kicked out and to make sure that the kids signed they make sure the parents was in there so the parents would make sure they signed because they didn't want their kids to get kicked out they were forced into it so the teacher lost his job the friends was forced to help these teachers lose his job so the school can say he's the one that caused this and you know that's on this teacher's record now when he goes to the next job. Sad, isn't it? What you think? Mm -hmm. All because this kid wanted to get back at his dad. But that's not... I just want you to know. 
If maybe you're out there considering suicide right now and you're listening to me, it's not the thing to do. It will hurt everybody around you. Any decision you make will hurt everybody around you. You got to be careful on what you think and what you do. Especially if you got someone overbearing trying to get you to do what they want, like these three friends were. And they thought they were helping Job. But we but we know they're not. Now, the Bible we've getting back to the Bible study, but that was something that God wanted me to point out with you. The Bible first refers to death. When an innocent animal had to be had to die because of man's evil deeds. Everything in Genesis three twenty one, everything in the world still suffers because of man's evil deeds. Romans eight twenty two. The Bible says that it's the future it's says that in the future God will rule the world again, and the animals will not attack each other. Isaiah eleven six to nine. The next section that we're going to be dealing with is verses eleven and twelve, and it talks here that Job teaches his friends about God. They're down there telling them about God, but Job's going to teach them about God. And I know we're going a little over, <coughs> but that's okay. We're only going to get through the one chapter today. <coughs> Excuse me. The people in Job's time respected a man's old age. They thought that the only person was wiser than a younger person. But you know what? This is true. But you know what? younger age sometimes have something to bring to the table too. Amen or on me? Because let me tell you something saints I'm going to be real with you. It's my job to be real with you. Sometimes our younger generations have something to share in the situation but they can't be heard because they don't think they're old enough or understandable enough or even wise enough but let me tell you something saints kids are wise and my cousin today yesterday was taught by her daughter something it's like mom I love you I would want to come home but you know a month down the road I'll be too hard on you with situations it's better for me to let me stay in the group home And Lori said, wow. Wow. What a growing up thought process that she had. And you know, it's true. Your kids do learn things in school that maybe you didn't get taught. Your kids maybe got people in their lives that taught them things that maybe you thought never they heard. Listen to your kids. 
13 through 16. He deals with the same with Job teaching his friends. God is powerful. He is much greater than any person. He even controls the water. He knows where you lie. He knows when you lie. And he is your judge. In other words, God sees all and hears all. And he also, same teaching that God's Job teaching his friends about God. He said, God is much more powerful than any ruler. God gives power to rulers. And God causes their power to end. God appointed new kings. God makes proud people humble. In other words, God, everything that happens is for a reason. And God is in control of it. Verses 24 to 25, the last few verses, teach us. Still under the hinting that Job is teaching his friends about God. There were powerful men, but God had made them humble. God did this, and so he shows everyone the greatness. Perhaps God did this to teach the rulers to obey him. Daniel chapter 4. Or perhaps he he did it to rescue his people who were suffering oh hallelujah God allows things to teach us things to help people who are suffering or to prove the devil wrong just like it's going on with Job let me tell you something saints God is good and he's good all the time as we come to the end of this Bible study. What have we learned here today? We learned that when we talk to our people that are suffering, it's best for us sometimes to listen and pray about it. And only talk when God tells you to talk. Because the simple stuff that you can give them, they know. And because they know this, they're already applying it to their lives. They need help. They need guidance. They need something new to hold on to. So you got to let God be God and let him talk to you. Secondly, before you go judging people, you got to judge yourself and deal with your own self first. And then thirdly, you got to know who God is. And I don't apparently think these guys knew exactly who God was. It didn't sound like it, does it? Job just sat there in quite a few verses teaching them that God that God is in control of everything nothing happens without God's say and we learned that from Job chapter 1 also when the devil had to present himself the devil can't even go against you unless God allows it and we know that he only allows it for people to get back on track for him to strengthen our faith or to prove the devil wrong in this case is to prove the devil wrong well since we now came to the end of this this uh, bible study and we're five minutes over we're going to go to our benediction prayer uh, our prayer request prayer I want you to write these down we're going to because of time restraints we went a little bit over we're going to pray as a general prayer but I want you guys to read these prayers and pray for them every day because they need prayer 
and you know we'll get back to doing it regularly um the first one is my dad he's part of god's internet church um as a layman he listens to my sermons and just like you know he's part of the church online church um he got an aorta on his heart i mean uh aneurysm on his aorta and is causing issues um the my god pray for my mom she has a uh, back problems going on and um then some interesting things going on with the insurance that won't pay for her back because something about a car accident which she was never went got medical for and because of new laws and stuff is causing problems so we need god to take care of that from my cousin margaret she's having an issue with her brother and she and i want to see that relationship restored um but it's what god wants to um we need to pray for her, her knee and for the grieving of her parents uh for our friend um lloyd he uh he's got five um I think he stayed five cancer. He is doing better with the cancer, but he did get COVID on his wife. <clears throat> They're past the quarantine stage, but now I want to pray for the needs to be met for the recovery process. And my wife is trying to text them, but he hasn't got back to us, right? And uh, we need to pray for my brother-in-law, Paul, and his wife, my wife, because of... Uh, the estate that's closing because my wife lost her parents recently if you've been a listener lately um from god um her mom passed away and there's been some issues between her brother way the estate was being handled and right and everything and it's causing some problems and they're still working through it they're trying to get it all wrapped up and i just like to see the relationship go back but we don't know if that's possible right now. But she has forgiven her brother. And that's all she can do. You know at this point. And you know. Um, then we need to pray for my friend Sean. He's like a brother from another mother. He's a, like a brother to me. And oh he's been a blessing this week. Um, his mom. He need, he's got an unspoken going on. And. He needs, he don't want people to know about it, but I do know about it, and it's a big unspoken, and needs to be taken care of. Um, and then for his mom to help her with taking care of his father, which has got a bad heart, running him to the doctors, and then taking care of her sister, who's not able to take care of herself, and feeding her, and she can eat and stuff, but she can't... <laughs> She can't get up and make it, so it's basically she's almost bedridden, and they're getting her to the doctors and stuff. And so she, his mom needs prayer for that, and for my cousin Sharon and all the things going on in her family um, coming up soon, and and then uh, for my cousin-in-law to be. Um, she hit her head. She's got some kind of disease with her liver that makes her pass out. And she passed out in the tub shower and she hit her head and she's okay. But she needs prayer for that. And something about her elbow 
and we need to pray for my cousin Sharon's elbow too. She's got tennis elbow. And um, for my Aunt Denise for her back and our upcoming um, colon uh, surgery. She has to have some kind of surgery to get pileups off her colon. And that's coming up soon. And we need to pray for my cousin Lori and everything. And she's got a lot going on in her plate. And we need God to take control and help her. And I can't really go into all the details there because she don't there's some things that she don't want her daughter to know or her kids to know yet and so it is what it is uh, so I can't tell you <clears throat> and then we need to pray for me because my blood pressure has been in an issue and and the doctors looked at me and he's changed my medicine around and stuff and uh, same doses and I'm still having the problems but it's a little bit better so, but I still want prayer for that, and for my grandma's eyes and ears, and she's ninety-four years old, and she feels useless, and but God wants us, me and my mom, to pray for her eyes and ears and legs to work better than what they have, and but God's also said to my mom the other day that you need to tell your mom I give you what I give you, and you need to work with what He got. So I don't know if we'll be taking that prayer request off the list or not. I got to pray about that to see how God wants to lead. But right now she's on the list. And and God's not being harsh with my grandma. It's just he's trying to tell her that she's got... Sometimes we got to accept the circumstances we are in. And <clears throat> once we do that, sometimes God even gives you more. Mm -hmm. And on that note... Let's pray. We're just going to do a general prayer. So put your hands on the device as we pray. And then I want you guys to hope you wrote these things down or as you're writing them down. And if I was too fast, you know, pause it and write it down. Pause it and write it down. And they help. You know, I'm not trying to dictate to you. I'm just trying to help. Um, now, let's pray. And the reason we put our hand on the devices for this prayer is because mm -hmm. it um, helps that, that all of us are connected together no matter when we listen to it because we're all doing it at the same time. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we take these needs before you right now in the name of Jesus. We just ask you right now, Lord, to move by your Spirit. Let every word that's been said be done. And let every situation from healing that needs to be done to done let every let every guidance that needs to be done be done let every healing be done and let everything go the way you want in all these prayer requests we ask you in Jesus name Amen now we're going to close with our benediction blessing and then I'm going to make a special announcement and we're going to deal with verse 2 it says, therefore, my, this is my blessing. This is God's blessing, benediction blessing over you. It said, therefore, my beloved brothers, be steepest, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that the Lord, your labor, is not in vain. 1 Corinthians 
1558 and I've been encouraging people to write these down if you got that pencil to write the prayer request down write this down read this over your family pray read this over you read it as you're praying over your family and you will see a change in your family's lives and even yours because this is what this benediction prayer blessing is all about now before we close we're going to be having we're pre-taping both today's show for Tuesday and Wednesday's show so we're going to be I'm going to be occupied tomorrow so we're going to pre-tape it and we're going to air it both of them on today's Tuesday um, April 5th today right so they will both be added but one is meant for Tuesday but if you listen to them both that's fine today but just know you won't get another one until Wednesday because Wednesday will, will be pre-taped and aired like normal we got some family coming up and um, and I'm taking a little bit of time off but we had to, we wanted to make sure that the p- podcast was taking a day off from the church ministry and the church to spend with my vacation day to spend with my family that's coming up but we're they are coming up today but I'm going to be with them tomorrow too but we're doing this but we are making sure that everything gets pre-taped for you guys on that note join me in a few minutes again even though it will be aired like the next day uh, for God's Internet Church Podcast episode 88 I'm Pastor Ron Weaver thank you for joining me for God's Internet Church episode 87 I'm Pastor Ron Weaver saying love one another help one another be kind to one another even in these times Have a blessed day.